Rockies and Padres first of four from San Diego Thursday. A day after signing a new contract extension, Clayton Richard is making the start for San Diego. And the fifth, a day after hitting his first career home run, Christian Villanueva has his second. Deep to left field. Car rushed. That in the second deck is his second major league home run in as many days. One nothing Padres. How about these young guys? First and second, two gone. And he lines a base at the left field. That'll score a run. Three nothing Padres in the sixth inning. Seventh inning, Padres have tacked on two more runs and have a three nothing advantage. And Carlos Gonzalez is down on strikes. Reynolds grounds one towards shortstop. Salarte to second for one. On to first for two. Double plays. Clayton Richard inducing more double plays, more ground outs. Brad Hand into the game here, trying to finish it off tonight in San Diego. One down in the ninth. Swing and a miss. Hand strikes out Desmond. Two down in the ninth inning. Oh, you can talk to the hand. A one, two, three, ninth inning on three strikeouts. The Padres shut out the Rockies 3-0 on Thursday, picking up their 69th win of the season, passing last year's total. The Rockies' lead for the second wild card remains one game on the Brewers and one and a half on the Cardinals, but the Rockies lose for the fourth straight game. They've been shut out on consecutive nights. San Diego picks up a shutout victory 3-0 over Colorado on Thursday. And after the game, here's Padres manager Andy Green. I'm sure it was fun. The timing of it's always nice, but I, he shows up to pitch every time. Uh, he's throwing the ball really well on the mound here. And uh, it felt like the last time against the Rockies, he gave up the four runs in the one inning where things were some bad breaks. I thought he threw the ball well overall. Uh, so I kind of look at him right now and feel really good about where he is and really good that he's going to be in a Padres uniform for two more years. It's fun to win baseball games. Uh, I know they're playing under a greater measure of pressure than we are right now, uh, and that's for them to uh, every single game matters a great deal, and to us every game matters a great deal. Now, we're out here trying to win every game, and we're going to make it as tough on them as humanly possible. Uh, that's kind of the way we're going to go about every game the rest of the season, even when it's the Dodgers who have already clinched and even when it's the Giants. So we play games to win games. Do you think Clayton had enough to finish that game if the ground ball was played there? Yeah, it's possible. I flirted with the idea of taking him out against Mark Reynolds for Craig Stamm in the inning before. And uh, Hart probably got further than my head right there, and I left him out there, and he got the double play ball. And Reynolds was 0 for 12 against Stammen, and Stammen's thrown very well. It's a much better matchup. But Reynolds 2 for 2 off uh, Clayton. Sometimes you go with your heart and want to see your starter uh, get through a tough situation. He did it. Uh, next time when that ball was booted, that was that was enough for me. That LeMahieu matchup with Kirby Yates was a really good at-bat, really good battle. Uh, LeMahieu had, or Kirby had punched him four times in five at-bats, and uh, the fastball was playing, and then he finally got him with a split to end the at-bat. So uh, Kirby did a tremendous job. And for me, I think you just saw Brad get 100 punch-outs for the second consecutive season out of the bullpen. And, uh, I heard there's only one other reliever that's done that in Padre history named Trevor Hoffman. So anytime you show up in that category with Trevor Hoffman, back-to-back uh, -back seasons with 100 punch-outs out of the pen, it's pretty special. Why do you think Kirby matches up so well with those with LeMahieu and Arenado? Uh, I mean, Kirby's got plus spin, plus velo when he wins up in the strike zone. Uh, if DJ LeMahieu has a weakness, it's that. Uh, he's one of the better hitters in the National League, so there's not a ton of weaknesses. Same goes for Arenado. Still got to execute your pitches, uh, but like that matchup's played for us. At some point in time, DJ LeMay, who's good enough, will get a hit off of him, but uh, so far, so good. When a battle like that's going on, as a manager, are you able to enjoy it at all, or is it just a gray hair moment for you? Uh, I, I just locked in. You don't think much about it. You're just watching the game unfold and trying to figure out what you're going to do next. You're usually, as a manager, you're 
two batters ahead. You're not in that moment. You can't do anything about that moment. You're not calling pitches. So uh, you're looking down to find out who matches up with Story and when Cargo's coming up, when you're going to get Brad in there, and if you want to use Craig Stammen as a stopgap. So your mind's nowhere near that. So uh, if that at-bat's giving you gray hair, you're in the wrong moment. With the limited third base depth you have in the organization, how, how inclined are you to give Christian an extended look going into next season? Uh, he's been fun to watch. Uh, the swing, just looking at it, it, it looks right. It plays. Uh, it's got some buggy whip to it. There's clearly power there. Uh, you know, for the rest of uh, the time here, every time a lefty starts, I anticipate him being out there and maybe occasionally when a righty starts as well. Uh, so we'll give him a look. We're going to still give Spangy some, uh, quite a bit of starts against the right-handers out there. And uh, I think just for us to see what Christian's done, uh, it's fun to see. Uh, he was a highly thought-of prospect for a long period of time that battled uh, lack of opportunity because Chris Bryant leapfrogged him. I think most of us in baseball would be leapfrogged by Chris Bryant. Uh, so I don't hold that against him. And then the broken leg last year missed an entire year. So uh, there's a long line of people that believe very strongly in him, and our scouts do as well. So I think we're pleased to give him an opportunity and even more pleased to watch him take advantage of it. Austin Hedges was behind the plate, catching Clayton Richard, who goes seven in the third innings to pick up the win. Seven hits, no runs, a walk, and eight strikeouts in his first start since signing a contract extension. And Hedges talks about Richard's performance. That was one of his better outings for sure. I mean, that's a really tough club. Uh, they're obviously making a playoff push, and uh, for him to go out there and, you know, put up all those zeros, that was awesome. Yeah, it seemed like they were trying to play the patient game. Ten of the first batters took first pitch strikes of the 13 guys that went to the plate. Was that a little bit of a surprise or part of the game plan that you anticipated? Uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, some guys like to go out there and be aggressive with him, but he goes out there and gets quick outs. That sinker's really special, and um, he did his job tonight. Knowing Clayton as well as you do, how meaningful do you think it was for him to be able to christen his new contract extension with an outing like this? Yeah, we're so excited to have him on board for uh, the next couple of years. And, uh, you know, he's a leader of our club, and uh, he proved it out there tonight. Awesome. Great at bat. You've been swinging the bat really well. Looks like you're comfortable up there. And half of your hits lately have been for extra bases. Was that part of the design of some of the changes that you made or just a nice side benefit? Yeah, just trying to drive the ball, uh, put myself in, run in, uh, in scoring position like I did there, and, uh, yeah, just drive the ball. In game two of the series Friday, John Gray starts for Colorado against former Rocky Jordan Lyles of the Padres.